1: Oh, we stand here. well Andrell, we have God blessing on this portion of our service please God. bless God. Praise, God praise God praise the Lord praise the Lord <clears throat> You may be seated. We'd we'll like to invite your attention to the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11. And you pray with us as we delve into the word of God. We'll begin our reading at verse number Twenty-four. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season esteeming the reproach of Christ of greater riches than the treasures in Egypt for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward by faith he forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king for he endured as seeing him who is invisible through faith he kept the passover and the sprinkling of blood lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them by faith they passed through the Red Sea, as by dry land, which the Egyptians essayed to do were drowned. We would like to read again verse number 25. A continuation of verse 24, there's a semicolon there, but choosing rather to suffer afflictions, with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. That's how I was this morning. For, for, a season. And you remember us as we go forth. As I was studying this, I looked at the definition for season. A short time. Moses did not try to misguide us by having us feel that uh, there is no pleasure in sin. We all know that there is. But our emphasis this morning is on the one word, season. You understand? Moses' perception was good. He had everything at his fingertips, served on a silver platter. And I'm sure they were intriguing, to say the least, but his better judgment showed him that it's there, it's enjoyable, in fact, it's delightful, but only for a season. You pray my friends this morning. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, The thing that affects me most is the seasonal aspect of it. I guess the one element that could not or did not allow me to shift as a child, I saw I was living amid a pleasure. Seeking generation, everybody was trying to maximize that their quest for pleasure. But I could sense that yes, there is pleasure in the world and the lust of the flesh, and so, but it's limited. You can see the end of it, that was my stronghold. I could see the end of it, even though. I might have enjoyed it immensely for a season, but I could see the end of it. And anything that has an end, there's only so much you can enjoy it. Because the, the, the thought of the fact that it's going to last, it only last so long. It'll, it'll be over. That wipes away the pleasure that I'm having now. Let me tell you something, children. You, 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 you rivet your attention on what we're saying. Whatever you're involved in, whatever your delight, whatever your dilemma, whether good or bad, it will only be for a season. God works in seasons. See we are in a systematic universe. God works in seasons. That's why you have to work in cooperation with God to get in the real benefits. Touch the book of Ecclesiastes, please. Book of Ecclesiastes, chapter number three. And you pray with me as we go. Chapter number three, Ecclesiastes. All right? Read. Uh, verse number one To everything, there is a season. To everything. That's the order of God's universe. To everything. There is a season a time to every purpose under heaven a time heaven. to every purpose under
0: the heaven a time to be born a time to be born and a time, a time to, die. to die a time to, time plant, to plant and a time, time to, pluck to pluck up, up that, that which, which is planted, planted. A time, time to kill and, and a time to, to heal. heal, a time, time to break down. down and a time to build up. Come on, a time to, a weep. Time to weep and a time, time to laugh, a time, time to, to mourn and a time and a to time dance, to a time, dance. time to well, cast away. Hold, hold it,
1: hold it, That's a season. You are going to experience all of these seasons. I don't care how good you are, how bad you are. You're going to experience these seasons. There is a time. You understand it? Now here, listen uh in life you have people who want to succeed but they are lethargic i uh wanted to plant a little garden it has a little fresh vegetable and i would plant it each year but by the time i really uh, get down into it it's late fall well in michigan you don't plant things in fall and expect any produce so The season passes. I don't care what kind of seed it is, or uh, what kind of plant it might be. If I plant it at the wrong time, I get no produce. Do you understand? Listen to me, children. Listen. Here's my consolation: whatever pleasure that I have is going to end, or whatever weeping I have is going to end. Even this shall pass. The enemy would bewitch your mind in your darkest moment and say it's going to last forever. And many people succumbs to that dark, foreboding cloud. Do you understand? Listen, it's going to be over. That's why I cannot get caught up in life. But it's going to end, and it's going to end unannounced. Come on. Most people who have terminated their lives did not go where they were expecting to go. You find all kind of problems in probate. Why? Because uh, people went before they thought and they did not get a chance to handle their affairs and they had heaped up riches and grandeur to enjoy after they retire. They did not realize life is in season and they were at the end of that season. They were at the winter time of their lives and they didn't realize it. Let me tell you, my experience has taught me much. I have observed, lived long enough to observe those who got caught up in life. They thought that those moments would last forever. And they tried to capture them. Let me tell you something. Let me get practical with you this morning. Will you pray with me? You know, I never experienced uh, all this stuff there. Dealing with the day, all this dope and crack and stuff. But uh, I have inquired of those who were involved. You pray my friends. And uh, one fellow said that what happens, Brother Hampton, is that uh, you get high and you don't want to come back down. You don't realize that when you start that that initial feeling is only for a season all right. All right. and when you uh realize that you're coming down then you got to go back all right. Come on. and you're trying to seize that moment mm-hmm. you're trying to preserve that moment but you can't do it see listen I, I love summertime i don't like the snow and slush and all this kind of thing and i wish that I could preserve and uh, have an eternal summer. You understand? But the season's gonna change. So I have to do what I'm gonna do in the summer and prepare for the winter. You understand? Listen, see, uh, people on narcotics, uh, they are still trying to find, or trying to seize or lock in that high, that ecstasy. You understand? but they still haven't come to realize it's for a season, it's going to end. It's, it's for a season. You, will you pray, my friends? Listen, you. listen. You find people, 75 and 80 years old, in the lottery line. Man, don't you know your season is over? Don't you know it's snowing outside? Ice, all over the ground, and here you are struggling. What are you going to do with it? Your season is ended. But you had ideas of what riches would bring to you, and are uh, you still dreaming? You had that thought when you were 20 years old and you ate 80, you still got that thought, you still looking, but your season is over. I don't care who you are, they are, they are now trying to uh, uh, lay hold on, uh, trying to immortalize people, trying to sort of uh, lay hold on uh, of, of eternal life, and so they are trying all kind of things, migration of, of, of kind of cells and, and uh, uh, back in the 60s, I think it was, they wanted to freeze them uh, in a state of inanimation. And when they find a way to correct the thing that killed them, they would plant it in them and keep on living and do it over and over again. Uh, on, they want me to tell you something this morning? Okay. I don't care who you are. Yeah who your specialist might be, yeah. you can go to the spa, you can eat microbiotics, but you're here for a season. That's
2: right. Come
1: on, Do you understand that? And your season, in most instances, is much, much shorter than you think. On, you understand? Right. The Bible says, rejoice with the wife of your youth. But well, that's only a, a season. <laughs> that's only a season you have enjoyment. it's going to turn into something else that's why. That's right. Do you understand? Now listen, children, uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, Boot camp was the most uh, devastating experience I guess I've ever had. They just tried to destroy you, do do everything, get to to you, just break you. And many boys would in suicide and do everything. And my consolation was this. I said, now, we had a limited number of weeks to be there. I said, now, if, if I could just endure this for two or three months, that'll be over. But some of the guys couldn't do that. I can't take it any longer. And it explodes. See, you understand? But the very fact that I knew there would be an end to it, yeah. I could, see, I can endure anything if I know there's an end to it. All right, come on, brother. Do you understand it? Yeah. See, see, this is the situation, see. But most people psych themselves and, and try to prove to themselves that it's going to be this way forever. Let me tell you, children, let this be your consolation and your encouragement. You're preparing and giving all your resources to build a house of straw. Do you understand it? A house of straw. How many people have been snatched out just in the midst of it? We, We have some instances of late. This Enron thing, these fellows were getting filthy rich, and just the idea of, or having that much riches at their command was so ecstatic but they didn't realize that they would just be here for a season I don't care if you do be a billionaire you won't have time to spend it you're here for a season you can't take it with you think this morning children listen listen if you you are doing well or if you're doing bad it's only for a season listen children we sing a song the trials you have had are past. Bear patiently the one thou hast. And if others come, they will not last. That's why I place such strong emphasis on these songs. When I was in service and away from the saints of God and things unbearable was coming my way, and I would ponder those songs. Uh, the trials that you have had are over, so they not need to cry about that. Oh, what I went through as a child. That's been over years. Every night at the midnight, my, wet my pillow with tears. That's 15 years ago. That's over. That's right. So you don't cry about that. Uh, and he said, bear patiently. And I think about that. I said, all those things that almost took me under, it's over now. That's right. I'm laughing at them. Will you pray with me? But at the time, the enemy um, uh, magnified them to the extent that... It seems that I, I can't go through this ever. Well, you don't have to go through forever. You're not going through forever. The trial you have had to pass, bear patience than the one thou hast, whatever they are. And if others come, they will not last. So we just keep praying and toiling on. That would encourage me so. I would think about it. i you know, that's right. i asked him a long time ago. I thought it was too much for me. Right. And, and i have forgotten about it. You go. Behind you now. And now I'm in the midst of another one. And I feel the same way as I did the last one. And after a while, this won't be history. That's right. Come a word about the future. All right. If they come, they won't last either. They'll be there for a season. Time to first Corinthians chapter. Number 4. Praise God. Chapter number 4. I want verse. Number 2 Corinthians four seven four seven second 2 Corinthians 4-7.
0: But we have this treasure in earth investments.
1: We have this treasure. This treasure of salvation is a treasure, saints. Praise God. You have a treasure, Praise you God. should safeguard it. Praise God. Brother, that's why I can never reconcile my mind to this stuff of just people just throwing away that salvation for a, a temporary thrill. Come on, brother. I mean, you got the greatest treasure in the world, and, and you uh, throw it aside just to satisfy your flesh for a moment at best. Come on, Isn't that sad? Uh, When the thrill is over, it's just like it never was. And sometimes you hate yourself having done it. Read. We have this treasure in earth and vessels. You have a treasure that is indescribable and that is invaluable. If you are saved this morning in a real way, you have a treasure, children. You have what this world is longing for. You got a treasure. You got a treasure. Don't bother it.
0: Praise God. Don't
1: pawn it. Praise God. Don't put it aside for anything. Yes. When the enemy come against you so hard, he's after your treasure.
0: True,
1: See, he cares about your body or what happened in life. He's after that treasure, your salvation. And you better bear that in mind. You got a treasure, and that's what the enemy is after. He's assailing you to what to wrest away your treasure. Read that the excellency of the power
0: that the excellency of the power may be of God, may be of God, and not of us.
1: And not of us. We are troubled on every side. Now you listen, listen. I would you to listen to this, please. He goes on to detail it. We are troubled on every side. Why are you troubled? The enemy is trying to restore his treasure. That's what he's after. You should have better in mind When you're troubled and things come against you so hard, the devil is trying to get your treasure. And if you don't safeguard it, he'll he'll walk away with it and leave you a pauper for eternity. Read. We are troubled on every side. Troubled on every side. Yet not despaired, distressed. Yet not distressed. We We are perplexed. Don't throw up your distress flag because the devil will see it and he's going to come harder. Oh, Lord. Come on with it. We are perplexed. We are perplexed. But not in despair. All right, now listen. Don't beat yourself down because sometimes you're in a perplexing situation. There comes situations sometimes I don't even, I don't know the answer. I don't claim to know the answer to everything. Right. Sometimes I'm so perplexed. I'm I said what, I should do this or what, I should do that. I read the Bible, I said on this occasion they did this, on another occasion they did that. So, right. so perplexity is not a sin. We are in a perplexed society. There are perplexes in the kingdom. Because Paul said we're perplexed. As closer we are to God, the way God speaks to us and shows us vision, well, I'm perplexed. There are times we're perplexed. God allows perplexity. You know why God, let me tell you this. Wow. Do you know why God allows us to be perplexed sometimes and seemingly confused? Let me show you why. God allows you to be perplexed to try your reins, and He won't give you an immediate answer to situations where you're going to tend. When you don't know the answer, will you give God the benefit of the doubt? Or will you take the easy way out? So God hides Himself sometimes and lets you be perplexed just to see what you're gonna do. If He's over here, do this, do this, do that, and showing you vision. Well, you know you've got to do it. say, I'm just gonna see what you're gonna do. I'm gonna stand back. I'm not gonna give you a clear answer. Oh. I'm not gonna give you a clear answer. Well, Lord, I need an answer. I know it, but if I give an answer, then you'll do it by constraint. But I'm gonna stand back and just see what you're gonna do. I'm going to see, since you don't know, will you give God the benefit of the doubt or the flesh the benefit of the doubt? Mm. All right, perplexity, perplexity is coming to issue your way. I don't care how close to God you are, how astute you are, how well you know the Bible, you're going to have some perplexing situation that, that's puzzling But what? We are perplexed, but not in despair. All right, now take it step by step. Now here's no, the difference now. All right, now don't go a step further with that perplexity. All right. You're perplexed. There's a kind of confusion. You don't, you don't know exactly what to do. Right. But now, when you go to despair, that's another fatal step. Now see, when you go to despair, I don't know what I just give up. No, you can't do that. Right. I just do anything. No, you don't do that. Well, what do you do? The Bible says men are always to pray. I don't care. i to pray. I'll pray. That's where I'm going. Amen. I I, that's as far as I'm going. Thank God, you may knock me with my knees, but that's far as I'm going. I'm not going down. Amen. I mean, in, in, in my boxing, one time I never been knocked to the canvas. One time I ran and the got too quick and he hit me on one knee to the floor. that's where I'm going. I came up swinging.
0: That's right, brother. Praise God. Come
1: on. Come on Amen. I, I, one knee, knee touch the floor. Yes. But, I, but I, when I come up, I come up swinging.
0: Come on, my God. Come on. That's, that's,
1: right. that's far as that I'm going. Be
0: encouraged. Be encouraged.
1: Amen. Amen. That's far as that I'm encouraged. going. Amen. I go to my knees. Come on, brother. That's far that I'm going. Be
0: encouraged.
1: Amen. I prayed about it. That's, that's far as that I'm going. Come on, brother. I'm not going any further than that. I'm perplexed. Yes. I don't know what to do. I'm in a, I have a, I'm in a dilemma here. Yeah. Come on. But... I'm not going to despair. I just can't make it any further. What you mean? You going to that's despair. That's
0: right.
1: I will just take it all I can take. That's despair. That's
0: right. Brother.
1: You might be in a situation and you might not be able to immediately discern what you should do, but don't go to despair. I just pray on until the answer comes. Yeah. I'll pray on until it becomes clear. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to throw up my hands. If I don't know what to do, just drop on my knees. You know. In the uh, Sahara Desert many people have lost their lives that long trek across the desert in those sandstorms and uh, but those old camels see what, what happened was they get out in the middle of that desert and every direction look the same there are no landmarks mm. and so sometimes they'd be maybe almost across it but when they try to shelter themselves, uh, they get up and, and mis- they don't know which way they were going. You understand? So, and many would try and maybe go in the wrong direction and perish in their efforts. But those old camels, out there in those sandstorms will come. And so when they get bad enough, that old camel would get on his knees and point his head in the direction that he was traveling. Oh and when the storm's over, we just keep on going in the same direction. Come on, my <laughs> Glory Man. to God. Man. Amen. So when the storm comes, Man. I fall on my knees, Man. point my head toward heaven, Man. and get up and keep on going in the same direction. On, Man. Amen. Man. Don't, amen. You can't get panicked and start going anywhere and look all around. You, wake up, you, you don't know which way you're going. Thank God. Point your head toward heaven. Man. And when the storm's Man. over. Man. Man. I, when the storm goes praise praise, I would get up and, and go the same direction. God. But you're still in the desert. I know, but the That's other side we're... is right over there. Praise, praise God. God. Amen. Perplexed, praise but not in despair. He's on his knees. He can't weather the storm right now. The sand is too strong. But I he just get on his knees and point his head in the direction that he was going. And when the storm blows over, he gets up and keeps on going in the same direction. Thank God. See, some of you are panic and get, throw your hands up. And get wild and don't know where you are and, the, and you get your lungs filled up full of sand and perish. Go on with it. Persecuted. Go on. But not forsaken. We say we are perplexed but not in despair. Come on with it. Persecuted. Uh, persecuted. But not forsaken. But not forsaken. Cast down.
0: Cast down. But not destroyed. Praise God. But not destroyed.
1: Always Wait a mind. moment, wait a moment. Get back up. I remember way back, maybe 50 years or so ago, there was an old boxer named Archie Moore. At the end of his administration, at the end of his reign, he was old, and he was fighting a, a young boxer for the championship, he was. But in a letter round, he gave out. He just couldn't go no further. And the guy, he couldn't protect himself too good. See, but he was a, he was a crafty old fighter. I think he had more knocks out than anybody. So, so that young boxer went in on him, and he could not offer much defense, and he hit the floor. And he, he said he, it was so relaxing, he started to stay there. He, he started not to get up. Said, I, I just don't feel it. Like I'm too I'm too, I'm, gone, I'm done. I'm I don't you have the strength. And so uh, when the countdown began, and uh, that old boxer instinct was in him. So he wobbled to one knee. And when it said nine, he got up. And that young boxer running said, I'm gonna finish him off. Archie came back with a hard right and a whoop up Come on. Come <laughs> amen. on. Amen, amen. He said he had counted himself out. He's yeah. up to you. But he, he ran on him, out. but he had a little left. Yeah. And, and, he, and he tore into him with all he might. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Okay. The Come on. devil, Come on. Come on. the devil, Come on, Come on. on the canvas, okay. counting you out, Come on, man. Come on. and already got to the nine count and thank God for the South Amen. Turn yeah, yeah. up. We've had those no situations. Come on, boys. Let's rejoice now. Come on, hold my hand up, George. I'll just say, wait just a moment. Come on. Don't hold your hand up yet. That's the fight's not over. Raise your hand up. Raise your hand up you wanted that old man can't get back up Come on. Wait, just a moment Come on. just a moment look at his knee clear his knee is clear, his knee is clear the floor he struck, he's stuck. he's warming but he's getting up
0: Come
1: on. Man. He, he was the fight of the year Come on. he ended up being the fight of the year he was cast down but he wasn't destroyed yeah. knocked down but he wasn't destroyed yeah. knocked down but not destroyed had yeah. me down devil i got confused i didn't know my way but thank god you can't destroy me I got I got a treasure. I got a treasure. You can't get to that treasure. You can't get to that treasure, praise God.
2: give
1: You might lose your balance. Come on, He might slip a blow in. But thank God you can't destroy
2: him.
1: Why? Because there's something greater in you that he, that's in the world. You got something down in your soul you can't you got something in your soul you can't get to. You can't get to that thing down in your soul. Amen. You can't destroy me. You better thank God. Though you were down and all you've been down in one way or the other, you might not have gone back to the street, but you've been down. Yeah. But you better thank God. And the devil tried to put you away. If you make any kind of mistake, yeah. the devil hound you and accuse you and try to pull you out of this thing. But when you were cast down, maybe a faith failure, Freeze. maybe you made a grand blunder. Amen. And now you're standing tall again. You ought to praise God. God. You ought to sing. You could have been destroyed. You remember Peter? You remember Peter? Come on. God said, Peter, you don't have what you think you got. You're not as strong as you think you are. You don't have as much Holy Ghost as you feel like you got. And you're going to have a problem. You're going to fail. All you tell he testified, no, sir. He said, but now, when you're strengthened, when you're converted, strengthen your brethren. And I'm praying for you that your faith don't fail you. That's right, brother. Analyze this. This is children. This is the situation. See, this is what you need to understand. Now, some people make blunders, or maybe even possibly sin, and they go another step. See, they did that inadvertently. They didn't intend to do what they did. You understand? And they come to themselves, and they are tore up over it. But now, I'll preach on this maybe one of these days, post sin negotiation. But now, when he becomes aware of what he's done, and now, you say, well, I'm just going and do it. That's your faith failure. And now you have to come back with. So you've got to believe God, that he is, and he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So I'm praying that your faith don't fail you. All right, all right. You had a blunder, Good. but it was not really a faith issue. You understand? It was, that was an inadvertent thing. You just overreacted under pressure. You better pray. Some of these people have messed around going out and their faith is failed. And you can write finance across their names. I am telling you, children. Right through here in this battle, where we are right now, the battle is heating up. It's becoming so intense, and the pressure if you're not careful, don't cause some of your faith to fail you and you will denounce this truth. I'm not going, all that stuff not necessary. I'm not going through that anymore. I'm through with that. You will denounce this truth and you're done for eternity. Your faith will fail you. You better pray. You better pray hard. Your faith will fail you and the thing that you knew to be true, you'll denounce. You'll denounce. Come on. You better keep your faith intact. Jesus says, I'm praying that your faith don't fail you. You've done wrong and you can be restored. But if you're a faith failure, what can you come back with? You've got to believe God to be saved. So what are you coming back with if you're a faith failure? Good teaching, brother. Good teaching. All right, read a little more. Persecuted but not forsaken. You're, wait a minute. Now, persecution. Is the inevitable lot of every saint of God. Through much tribulation shall you enter the kingdom. If you live right and walk as Christ walked, you're going to be persecuted just as he was. You say, "Well, then why are not most of these religious groups persecuted? Because they're not—they playing games. They're not disturbing the devil. They're not going contrary to the world. And so the world will pat you on the back if you're following in their footsteps. But The devil persecutes those who's walking with Christ.
0: bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord always Jesus. always bearing in the body what the dying of the Lord Jesus the dying of the Lord Jesus go on that the life also of
1: Jesus that might be the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body might be made manifest in our bodies Gee, okay. I got it. I got it. one more verse okay. or we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus sake that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest. You understand it? Lord, why must it be thus all the day long? Why do I undergo constant persecution? Why am I in a constant vice that the life of Christ might be made manifest in your bodies? See, when things are going well, you can't manifest it. You're going to manifest flesh if you're uncareful. And the life of Christ will not be made manifest in your bodies. All right, let's get on down. Help her, help her. Give me verse fifteen. For all things, all things are for your God, sake. For your sake, that the abundance, grace that the abundance, grace through the thanksgiving might through the thanksgiving of many, of many redound redound to the, to the glory of God. God. For which cause, oh. go on. We faint not. Now you follow this. Now get this. You need this. For which cause we faint not. But through our though our outward man perish, listen, he said now, you are going through some things that are so excruciating, that are so devastating, that your outward man just can't take it no more. Your body will just turn loose. True
0: brother.
1: You find yourself making uh, unnecessary trips to the bathroom and, and, you, and, and your perspiration will just turn because of the pressure and all of the things that's befalling us. And you you just you just become almost limp. Yes. Your outward man perish. Listen to me, children. Listen to me good. Come on with it. Though our outward man perish. Though our outward man perish. Yet
0: the inward man yet the inward is man renewed day by day. Let me tell you children.
1: You need a constant day by day renewal. When we have services every day and sometimes twice a day, we're not playing game. The one you have been drained. The test and trial of the life are draining you and I don't care who you are, you don't have any spare grace. God got all of it, but you don't have any spare grace. right, brother. And if you're not renewed from time to time, see, it takes virtue to resist the devil. It takes virtue to stand when you're being assailed. Yes, sir, brother. And if you allow your virtue to run low, then you have nothing to fight with. You notice, when Jesus was healing, and he, and the virtue went out of him, he had to go out in the garden sometimes and pray all night long to renew that virtue. So be ready for the devil tomorrow. There are those of you who've been saved for a while and you think because of your determination and your mind made up, you're gonna stand on that. No, you won't. You, I'm trying to tell you children, there have been times I did not know uh, as specifically as I know now that, I was doing good things, visiting the sick, fasting and praying but, uh, and people were just piling up things on I mean, and I'm going through testing and trial, trying to raise a family, resist the devil. And uh, I was spending my virtue, I was spending my virtue, but I thought because I was doing good deeds that uh, it would necessarily be uh, resupplied. And then I find myself feeling down, and I, I say, "What's the matter? All I've been doing is good. I've done no wrong." What? And the Lord says, "You've spent your virtue. You need to renew. You need to renew your virtue. Ha! Get before God in meditation, and let Him renew you. Renew you. That's why you cannot play around for days. That's why you cannot have no lot of uh, uh, vacant time. You got to spend." that time renewing what you lost resisting the devil and casting out devils and, and standing against temptations. That's why many people backslide the devil come when that virtue is low. Come with your virtue is low and you have nothing to resist with. You better, you better listen to me. You come when your virtue is low. That's why when I see people and I can sense it I begin to talk to them and admonish them and many times they won't admit it. Uh, you need to pray, you need to pray. See listen, uh, even today this very day. We're going through so many things that I maybe get before God how many times a day? To fill in my virtue because it takes so much virtue to resist the devil and not succumb to him. And I got to there's a time for all things. There's a time to preach. There's a time to teach. There's a time to admonish other. Then there's a time to renew my virtue. Amen. And to go aboard in any direction could be fatal. The inward man is what? Renewed day by day day by day for our light affliction oh my god will you listen please now listen Jesus, he mentions all of that catalog of negative persecuted cast down and you call all that light and many of you have just a little uh, adverse situations are so hard said, our light affliction paul you're persecuted and you're killed all the day long you can't sleep for the sheep for the slaughter and you call that light I'm afraid we have a wrong definition of even what a test is. Lord help us all. Our light affliction. Our light affliction. Here we go. Listen is what it says. Read. For our light affliction. Our light affliction. Which is but for a moment. Are you with me? You remember what our text was? For a season. For a season. All of those things that are so destructive and devastating Paul said, they're just for a moment. That's why I cannot be too sympathetic with a person who gives up on God. Why? Because whatever you were going through, it would go there just for a moment.
2: That's right. Brother. You
1: could have held out. That's right. You could have held out for another moment. Yes, you could have. Oh, I can't go no further. Yes, you can. That's right, because God will not allow you to be tempted above your capacity. That's
2: good.
1: You understand? It might seem that you just faint, if you just fall out, maybe you will. But here's my consolation. Here's my consolation. It's just for a season. It's for a moment. That's my consolation. After a while it'll all be over. I don't, maybe take death to set me free, but so what? It's gonna be just for a moment. Remember you all, you're you're, you're advancing in age now so you can't, you don't have many more moments. Well, it's just for whatever moment I got left in. I
2: mean,
1: I'm I'm not gonna trick me. Say what you want to say. Okay, if I don't have a moment left, then it'll be for that moment. Come on. Just for a moment. And the Word of God is right. My light affliction. I might call them heavy, I might call them devastating, but the Bible said my light affliction. And it's just for a moment. But wait a moment. Read. For a light affliction, which is but for a moment. But for a moment. Worketh for us a far more exceeding. Will you please? Will you please? They're going to only last for a moment, but they're working for you, not against you. Mm -hmm. They're working to build you up, not tear you down. Do you understand it? If you all had a right attitude to it, Come whatever on, comes against you, if you take it right in the spirit of Christ, they're working for you.
0: God.
1: There are some things about you that you can't get to heaven with. Some attitudes, some impatience. And God has to allow those things to work for you. It might seem like he's killing you, but it's working for you. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. You can't go to heaven with all that impatience and all this kind of stuff. All this carrying chips on your shoulder unforgiveness, you can't go to heaven like that. So God sent things your way to try to crush it out of you. And they're working for you. Thank God. Not against you. You can mess around and get bitter against God because things come against you because you say, why, why, Lord, why, God? They're work- and God is working for you. God's trying to get you to heaven, and you're talking about why? How come? Why are you allowed it to come my way? Well, I tell you, why are working for you? He's trying to get you to heaven, that's why he let it come your way. And sometimes it fails even at that. He allowed it to come your way to get you to heaven. Because you can't get to heaven in any kind of way. You've got to be right to get to heaven. And there are some things about you that you might think cute, but they are obnoxious in the sight of God. Some attitudes and some and mannerisms that are unheavenly, ungodly, in the, in, almost in the best of you. And God, and the, that's what the Bible speaks about, those peculiar tests and trials. Those, that's the, just before you enter that final tunnel, and knock off those barnacles off of you that was not heavenly and i thank god sometimes yes i would rather be dead but i don't want to die before God get through with me and fix me up like i ought to be we're not talking about no gross sin now we're talking about the little things about you that make you unheavenly all right now come on that 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 would render you less than faultless read a little more just for a moment just for a season let me tell you something children whatever you're going through is just for a season you remember that. Bear that in mind. The devil will try to hide that from you. Whatever you're going through right now, they're just for a season. It's just for a moment. You understand? Well, you thought the other one was going to take you out of here. You thought the other one would last forever, but it's been over. No, not this time, brother. This is going to be, going to be here forever. No, well, you said that last time. Yeah. So what you better be doing is trusting God and getting ready for the next one. <laughs> Instead of letting this one kill you. Praise God. Because after this one, there's going to be another one. There's not going to be the last one unless you die. Come on with it. For our light affliction, all right, which is but
0: for a moment, all right? worketh for us a far more exceeding and internal weight of listen, glory. Listen,
1: listen, listen. Job's affliction, I'm sure, seemed endless to him. It was a long, long time. But all the benefit, how many Have been encouraged to go on and trust and wait on God because of that example. What did it do for him? It it gave him a testimony that is incomparable. Amen. All right, we want to try to conclude this, but let's talk about this season a little more. Turn to Proverbs chapter one, verse number twenty-six. I, all right, because I have called. Because because I called, and you refused. You refused. I
0: have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded.
1: I've called. Some of y'all will get before the judgment and say, "Lord, I don't remember you calling me." He said, "You remember when you had that tragedy in your family?" and I troubled your heart and you thought about seeking God but you just went on doing your thing I was calling you then yes. you remember when you had that dream that you were locked up in a dark room you were in hell somewhere yes. and it brought fear upon you I was calling you then hoping that that would lead you to God yes, Lord. and He's gonna recite one instance after another where he called and you could have escaped if you had taken heed to that call you'd have been saved today but many would get up before God, and listen to me now, but here is the mistake, the fatal mistake that most people make. They feel that God will just call them forever, a thousand times. God is not responsible to call you but one time. God is not obligated to call you more than one time. You know, I thank the Lord, young lady called me last night, I guess she was, maybe sitting on the porch or somewhere during our street meeting and she called me and said I want you to pick me up and say, you have someone to pick me up and say this? I don't know if I've ever seen her before. I don't know where she was but some I guess she just heard the service and, and she here this morning. Call, she called or three times, make sure we get her. God, God called her. God. She wasn't even in the, in, sitting down, she wasn't even in the crowd evidently but somewhere way over there and God called her and she wanted to be in service. I trust God that she, uh, heeds that call. Yes. Now you listen to me children, listen to me closely. Now the Bible says, to everything there's a time and there's a season. You understand that? Listen, everybody that lives in this world has their season where they could have gotten saved and right with God, Help, Help do you understand Lord. that? Help. Without exception, everyone. But what happened? They passed that season. They don't realize that God not going The spirit of God will not strive with him forever. They don't realize that. They don't realize that. I can remember so many instances. I was son back there. We were coming from Oklahoma. Took from a camp meeting. The trailer was welded improperly and he flipped my car over and we were gliding down that interstate highway on the roof of the car, a full tank of gas. And when we finally, the car came to a stop, my son got out and said, Daddy, I saw hell. My God. And I want to get saved right here. Come on. Wait, wait till we get to the door, right on the highway. Right. <laughs> That was this season, God called him through that situation. He said, I saw hell. Or oh, the big truck was coming, and, uh, and uh, it, then he saw that wheel, just passed, just keep him crushing us to death. He said, I saw hell. He said, I want to get say, now. I don't know to wait till I get to the camp, meet at home or, or nowhere else. I'll I, I make a mile to right here on this highway, in the median, anywhere. God called him. And he answered, well, a lot of people let it wear off. God is speaking to somebody in this building today in a real I get in a real way but you gonna I'm gonna think about it I'm not ready yet. well that's your business you make that is when God calls you you decide what to do with the call you can decide whether you can play with it or push it aside or ignore it do what you want to do but let me show you let me show you the effect of it read on
0: because I have called and ye refused I called and you refused I have stretched out my hand I stretch stretched out my hand And no man regarded No man regarded But ye have set at naught all my counsel You have set at naught all my counsel And would none of my
1: reproof You would none of my reproof I also will laugh at your calamity I am going to laugh at your calamity I will mock, when your, gonna fear mock when your fear cometh When your fear, when your cometh, fear, at fear cometh at desolation And your destruction, and cometh, your as destruction world cometh at the whirlwind When distress and anguish, distress up and anguish come upon you then
0: shall, then shall they call, they call up upon me, me but i will not answer they shall see one day you're gonna
1: call on god he's calling you now but one day you're gonna call on god i don't care how tough you are how astute you are how financially prepared you are one day you're gonna call god in a real way i don't mean this a superficiality just going through a formalism you're gonna call on god out of your heart one of these days god's all right I called you. I made it clear. I troubled your heart. I convicted you. I made you see yourself undone. I called you. And you knew it was me. That uneasy feeling you had, but your mind was so filled with other stuff you didn't recognize it. But I called you. And I'm going to return the clock back and let you see the time when I did call you. And I'm going to let you know the situation, the circumstance, and the occasion when I called you. But you refused. No, I just said I'm not ready. That's refusing. When God calls and you don't respond, you are refusing. If I'm not ready yet, you're refusing. Come on. Read. All right? I will also laugh at your calamity. I'm going to laugh at your calamity. I will mock
0: when I'm your mo- fear coming.
1: Well, you call, but you had missed your season. Isn't that tough my god the bible says when once the master of the house has shut into the door then you will to come knocking lord i'm ready to get saved now lord let me in you're gonna say i know you're not the foolish virgins who were saved but they were not where they ought to be they were sleeping and allowed their oil to become depleted and now they wake up and see what a predicament they're in. Now they run into the oil shop. Yes. And they're going to find a big sign on the door closed for eternity. People sitting around the church lukewarm.
0: All right, brother.
1: Half in and half out. Come
0: on,
1: brother. Nonchalant about the services. Yes. Use any excuse to stay home. Come on. Halfway supporting the services. Come on, brother. One of these days you're going to wake up and realize your predicament. That's right. And okay. then you're gonna get caught in the traffic jam. You're gonna get caught in the traffic jam because there's gonna be a lot of others in the same predicament trying to get to the oil shop, and you'll get caught in the traffic jam, and you'll get that too late. You you're gonna get that too late. Don't get caught in the traffic jam. God called. I want to be safe. I want to be safe. Everybody want to be safe. blowing the horn I want to be safe. I want to be safe. You'll get caught in the traffic jam, and by the time you get there, the door will be closed eternally. I've had some sad experiences. Maybe just before a holiday, I had my main suit all ready to wear uh, for the holiday. And I'd be working, watching the clock, and I'd be trying to finish a uh, head of hair or something. And by the time I get there, uh, I see the fella put the sign in the window. I said, sir, sir, I got my...
2: I'm,
1: we're closed. I said I'll give you some extra money if you just, let me get the suit. I'm sorry sir we're closed. I said this is what I'm gonna wear for the, for, for the holiday. I'm sorry we're closed. Goodbye. Lord have mercy. That was a devastating experience. But now when I go before God, but my soul that's lost Oh uh, I've now lukewarmness to get in. I've realized that God ready spewed spew me out of his mouth and now I'm trying to get situated. I'm right, I'm right. And he says closed. Thank you. We're not no selling out any more oil. No more oil distributed today. Sold out. Sold out. Sold out. No more grace. The day of grace is over. No more grace now. Lord, you, know, you got all grace. I know, but the day of grace is over. The day of grace is over. You had a chance to get grace. You had a chance to get grace. You had a chance to get situated. You had a chance to get fire in your soul, but you wouldn't do it. One day now. I was just thinking how sometimes we have a tent meeting or something. You might have been passing by tent meeting. You might have heard a broadcast on the radio. I got people all over the country saying, Brother Hampton, I was listening to one of your tapes my wife brought home. And I got saved. That was that time. Wasn't even in church. Just listen to the tape. That was that time. That was that season. But they took heed to it. Yes. Yes. With many people ignore it. We're not talking about no church joining now. We're talking about getting saved. That's right. That's right. That's right. Season. They passed their season. They passed their season. Now they're calling. See, to call out a season is to no avail. This is what you don't understand. The Bible says there's a time and season to all things, and God determines your season. Right. You have to cooperate with God. To call out a season, he said if you call, I'll answer, but not out of season. When the season is over, he won't answer. You got a season. He call you when you're young. Many people, I'm not ready yet, but that's your season. You go to got saved when you're 10 or 15 years old and missed all this other stuff, and now your hearts are hard. And your body and your life are messed up. And now to try to get saved is so difficult. It's so difficult now. That's right, though. You Preach. missed your season. Preach, and now it's extremely difficult at best. They we're one more verse, early. And we gonna one more verse. May God have mercy. David, I mean Moses said they enjoy sin for a season. For a season. There's a season. Thank God you have to work within that season. In Jeremiah 8:20, we're gonna close with that. Jeremiah 820, quickly. All right, Jeremiah 820. The harvest is past. The, my, this is one of the most solemn passages in the Bible as far as I'm concerned. Because my imagination says, the harvest is past.
0: The summer is ended. The
1: summer is ended.
0: And we are and not And we are saved.
1: not saved. It's over. We can't start now because the harvest is over. I can't plant no seed now. I don't have time for a harvest. Yeah. Oh, the harvest is past. And the summer is ended. And we mess around like a grasshopper. Oh, then cool. I'm going to build a house that never got it built. And we're not saved. And now we isn't there no bombing. Isn't there some remedy? There's nothing left. Right, well, isn't there no bombing, Gilead? Uh, is there no physician there? Isn't there somebody to help us? No, your season is over now, son. Don't you have some special seed that might grow quickly? The season is over. And we don't care about the quality of the seeds. The season is over. Somebody's season is a day to get sanctified and get some fire in your soul. Somebody's season is to get right with God that they get saved. And say, I'm not ready to yet, could be your eternal detriment. We're going to give you a chance. If you want to be saved, you come and we'll pray with it. Well, we're going up here on, yeah, we'll pray with yeah, you. Yeah. Forget, uh, I don't know why you came, but whatever the case might be, this is your season. This is your season. And when the season is over, you can pray all you want to pray. You can join 50 churches. When your season is over, my it's God. all over. Now, if you want help, if you're not fully sanctified, you need to get on your faith before yeah. God.
2: Yeah.
1: Because the way things are coming now, Lord, I don't have enough in my soul to stand. Well, you, if you don't have it, it might be too late to get it. You better get it now, because it's coming your way. Today, it's coming my house. But hard test and devastating trials is a black camel they gonna kneel at every man's door. You mark that down in your little book, it's coming to your door. I don't care how good you are, how well situated you are, it's coming to your door. Thing that will just, that will devastate your very soul, it's coming to your door. You might say, well, uh, I don't have, I got a saved wife and, and, and I don't have any children to worry about. Well, it's gonna be something that'll tear you up. Is it gonna be something that'll rip you apart? It, they're, uh, they're coming for your soul. And God help you if you're not prepared. But now is the season. You don't wait until the season is over and then start running. Now come while the gas stations are open. You, the oil shop is open. Now, if you want help this morning, if you want to be saved, we'll, we'll pray with you. Come. If you want to be saved, if you want to be sanctified, whatever you want, there it is. If you need extra grace in your soul, there it is. I wait till I get home. You don't wait till you go home. You have to work when God sees you. By the time you get home, God might stop, stop working. The summer might be ended by the time you get home. Do it now. Shall we stand? All right, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't wait, don't wait. You message your season in. You better move while you feel like it. You better move while God is stirring your heart. Amen. When God stops stirring your heart, you be too late to come in. He's not working with you.